0: Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. Today we're joined by Sebastian Lyle, founder and CEO of a Lollipop group, which has a number of venues in London and in Paris. Plans are afoot for some new ventures which are in the pipeline. And the company has also recently pivoted to selling its cocktails online for customers to drink at home. So, welcome to the podcast, Sebastian. Thank you for joining us. I think the first thing would be interesting is because can you tell us a bit bit more about Lollipop Group and what it is that you do and the venues that you run? Yeah, so we um, we are
1: an immersive hospitality uh, group. Um, our um, aim is to innovate the consumer journey in a in in a traditional bar or restaurant environment. We don't consider ourselves. Uh, Alternative as such. We don't consider ourselves to be creating experiences. We are simply looking at um, what a restaurant or what a bar means for the consumer of today um, and changing and innovating their journey through through the premises. This comes in various shapes and forms. It could be a concept or it could be a theme. So we started with our first uh, venue in 2015 uh, where customers get to cook there or make their own cocktails. Uh, so there was a lot of interaction, a lot of content. Uh, you know, the bar was brought back to the table, uh, in front of the customer. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, so it, it, it helped them to kind of engage with the product they were, they were about to consume. And then there was a theme of a, of, you know, a very famous TV series, Breaking Bad on top of it, which, which gives, you know, the, the pop. Culture aspect to it but we don't actually just look at that theme we are looking at what is the customer going to do as soon as they enter a premises is it the same journey where they get a menu they order they drink or eat and they go home or is it going to be something different so I guess what McDonald's did to back of house we want to do for the front of house because that really hasn't changed for hundreds of years so that's what Lollipop is. We've got uh, we've got four venues, uh, three in in um, in London, one in Paris. Uh, we the the blueprint of a venue is we call them fun houses, um, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got two or three concepts in there, and and one bar, which is kind of a you know expel and a holding space from these experiences. Um, so that's what we do. We've got a site in Chelsea, we've got a site in Hackney, we've got a site in Southwark, and we've got a site in in um,
0: in Paris. We've spoken to numerous people on this podcast um, from the restaurant sector about how lockdown and the whole pandemic has affected their businesses now and when they reopen. But what about from a bar perspective? How uh, has the pandemic affected you and how do you think it will affect you in the future? What does a bar mean for operators?
1: So for a lot of operators, a bar means a bar, literally, where you go and drink uh, and there's some music and and perhaps some food. So that, for us, that is not what a bar means. Uh, for us, a bar means where the customer is sat down and doing an experience which is very individual to them. And if you see all of our bars, they are sit down cocktail bars with a very extreme um, experience and interaction involved in it. So we operate our bars like restaurants. That's the answer. Um, You know, we've got two-hour slots, uh, you prepay. So we were the first people uh, in in the UK who brought prepayment, prepackaged experiences for bars. So for the last five years, 95% of our revenue is done online. It's prepaid and it's prepackaged. You know, it's 36 quid for three drinks and you get a two-hour experience. And you sit down with your friends and you do that experience uh, in a very fun environment. So we, if the government comes in and allows sit-down bars and restaurants open, for example, we will open on the 4th of July. That's uh, that's what we are gearing for. But we are also working in a new con- on a new concept, which is a restaurant uh, experience uh, in a traditional restaurant space where customers get to make their own food on their tables. Um, So that's that's the concept which uh, we will hopefully launch um, in the next couple of weeks for it to open mid-July.
0: And when you say make their own food, what kind of how are we going to do that? What kind of what kind of dishes are we talking about?
1: So this is what we are doing
0: right now. We are developing
1: the menu uh, because the menu is not just food. It's split into three different categories. The food which is cooked in the uh, kitchen and the food which is made by the guests and then the dish comes together on their tables. So what we've done is we, 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 have, we, have, we worked with this uh, tech company, uh, kitchen tech company, uh, they've got this patent of ins- installing the hob inside the stone so you don't actually see the, see the hob. Mm-hmm. So all the tables just look like tables until you press a button and it becomes a hob. So the dish is split in a way that, you know, a chunk of it is uh, done still in the kitchen. Uh, And then, you know, the sauces, the sides, uh, the garnishes, you know, the the chopping of some food, the boiling of some food, the the plating of some food, you know, things would, would, what a head chef would do perhaps in the kitchen is done by the customers on the tables. Um, And um, these are tables for four. Um, and uh, split uh, uh, by perspex screens hanging from the ceilings in shape of artwork so okay. they don't look like perspex screens but they are perspex screens and they are on a pulley so we can just uh, you know extend the tables if you want we can just pull them up so it's a it's a, it's a very COVID 19 friendly restaurant uh, but also it uh, You know, it it goes to understand the the, the anthropology or the human behavior in the last three months, what people have been doing. They've been cooking a lot at home. And we'll try to replicate that experience on your table. However, in the end, it is a restaurant. Uh, It's not a cooking class. It's not a cooking experience. It is a restaurant. 70, 80% of the food will still be cooked in the kitchen. The 20% of the fun stuff the customers would do, wearing a chef jacket and a chef hat. Okay. Yeah. All right,
0: it sounds fun. And, and this is in Chelsea, is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah, so this is we, the the building we've got in Chelsea, Chelsea Fun House. Uh, in the basement, we've got the Bletchley, which is one of our most famous bars. The ground floor would have this restaurant. Um, and on the first floor, we have an espresso martini bar called Chelsea Black, plus a terrace. So it's got a big... Uh, great two listed building, quite a beautiful building. So uh, Bletchley and the other bar uh, would open hopefully on the fourth of July, if, if if the government allows us. And this is because it's a new concept. We'll open it a couple of weeks later.
0: Okay. And tell me about cocktails by Dolly Pop. obviously one of the things that you've been doing during this lockdown is you is you've been, you been making uh, the cocktails that that you, I I gather you would normally serve in in your bars for available for, for people to make at home no um, uh, it's a, not make it home drink at home so they are or drink at um, home you said it. yeah yeah to, so, to pour and drink yeah
1: yeah so what happened was uh three or four days before the 20th of march the lockdown or when we got shut down um you know i we could kind of see it's it's going to come you know uh, it was going that way so we decided to start bottling our cocktails, not just our menu, but just simpler cocktails, uh, which people uh, don't have to, don't have to make, don't have to uh, do a lot of things with. You know, they just chill and pour over ice. They don't even need ice. So we made it very simple. The branding, as you've seen, is very simple. It's you know, it's it's big bold letters. It's and the names are very. Cocktails you can resonate with. It's not fancy. It's not. It's just great cocktails. And then the final, I, I guess, the thing which was very important for us was the garnishes. So we decided to dehydrate the garnishes and send them with the cocktails. So the, these are ready to pour cocktails, as I say, not ready to drink cocktails. Um, yeah. So there is a bit of a fun element with the garnishes. You know, they really look pretty and they taste good. Uh, a few weeks later, our our community asked us for other products. Uh, wine, spirits, beer So we decided to open the platform and call it Gulp, and it's kind of an Etsy-style marketplace now, where we are working with other on-trade suppliers like Entoria and Co, Liberty Wines, and some other um, people who were supplying to traditional restaurant, traditionally supplying restaurants and bars to sell through this platform, um, okay. to- because eventually their business is probably not going to go to the levels. Uh, pre COVID levels because a lot of us are gonna shut down when we open. So they need access to the to the consumers through a more softer way than the traditional drink supermarkets of the world, for example. So that's where we are at. It's it's a platform now which sells our cocktails, but it sells other products from other suppliers too and the fulfilment is done by them.
0: Okay. Yeah, and in terms of the in terms of these ready to pour cocktails, yeah. is this something that you're going to continue doing yes. once lockdown is lifted and once you, your bars are up and running?
1: Yes, because I just think human behaviour um, has uh, it, it has changed and it will change. It will change. People will stay more at home. I'm not saying people won't go out. People, yes, they will go out. But I know, for example, in London, you know, the Thursday night FOMO is gone. Um, you know, people don't feel like they need to go out first nights because there's nowhere to go. So I guess mm. instead of Londoners going out three or four times a week, they'll start going out one or twice, once or twice a week. And I think you know, there's there's been a lot of home improvements done, and people are much more comfortable in staying at home. So they'll invite a few of their friends, and these cocktails are novel, better than wine to treat your friends and yourself.
0: And it's great that people can make cocktails at home uh, with the garnishes and stuff, it, 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 it gives them a little bit of that experience of being in a bar, even though they they can't be at that moment. I mean, that must be what uh, Lollipop is all about.
1: It's novelty. It's, uh, you know, you want to feel good when you are drinking something. And I think, <clears throat> you know, there was, when the lockdown happened, the first couple of weeks, the, you know, wine sales went through the roof, like Majestic and Lakewise couldn't even fulfil their orders. But things have changed since then. Now, you know, you can, people are inviting their friends, hanging out with a select group of friends. At that point, you know, you you want to act like a bartender, you want to serve good drinks, but you don't
0: necessarily want to make cocktails from scratch because it's quite hard to do that. Now, I'm guessing with our uh, talk about lockdown being eased, you must be looking ahead to what you can do when you reopen. The, the focus now for us even moves towards reopening our
1: places because... You know that's a big task of reopening four places in 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 a week's time, in three weeks' time, but during a week. So um, you know now we are, we 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 are splitting the company into two almost, where you know the ecom the e commerce side of the business we will start to push once we've restarted our Britain mock motor business. But I think for immersive experiential hospitality, this is the moment. Uh, you know, it's it, it, we were the talk of the town for the last four or five years, um, but now this is going to accelerate. The consumer is really going to be very careful where they spend their money, um, and uh, margins are going to become tighter for traditional hospitality uh, operators. You know, funny we we have started them, we started calling them traditional already, so there must be a change or or a wave coming. Towards you know more fun experiential hospitality so I think our growth uh, post uh, lockdown will, post will accelerate um, we are planning to open a venue in Jan Feb uh, uh, in shortage a big venue okay. with, 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 three, with, three, with three sections three experiences and a bar inside So yeah, so quite you know it's quite exciting. It was very scary, very difficult. Of course, it's still very difficult. There's no income coming in, of course, you know. But I think as a company, we've always looked for the next six to twelve months ahead. And I think for us, it's we are going to be busier uh, just because people would prefer to do fun stuff, and also a lot of us, a lot of the industry wouldn't open, so the supply of bars and restaurants would be limited anyway. So I think uh, we'll we'll be quite busy.
0: Sure. Well, that's, that's good to hear. I'm, I'm glad to hear there's there's some optimism. I mean, just finally, th- th- this restaurant that's opening in, in in Chelsea, does it have a name yet? So what can I how many covers are we talking? Uh,
1: we're talking uh, thirty seven, thirty six covers. It's a small restaurant. Yep. Uh, it does have a name, but we haven't announced it yet. Uh, okay. So, but we will. Um, We will send out uh, a press review very soon, uh, hopefully. Uh, But we are quite excited because this is the first interactive restaurant where people would feel like they're chefs. So we are bringing out, you know, KPs, so not KPs, line chefs on the floor who act like some of our chefs, some of the famous celebrity chefs, and turn the heat on to the customers, basically, (laughs) and show them how it feels like being in the kitchen. Uh, so yeah, fun and games uh, plus great food
0: Fantastic Well it sounds like the perfect antidote for, for, for coming out of lockdown and, yes. and letting, yeah. letting guests have some fun So I wish you the very best of luck with that Thank you That was the latest United We Stand podcast Join us again when we'll be speaking to someone from the hospitality sector about how they're dealing with life during lockdown